do you like music? What kind of music do you listen to? Me, I'm a bit of all over the map. I, I like a lot of classical music, and within the classical genre, I prefer the Baroque period, so the works of Vivaldi, the works of Bach, a little later into the classical, classical period like Beethoven. I also like a lot of classic rock. I'm a big, big fan of the Doobie Brothers. I like the older Genesis, I'm a big Steely Dan fan, big Chicago fan. I've always loved Chicago music. Music means a lot to a lot of people. It can inspire us, it can make us happy, it can make us sad. And sometimes it can be tied to extremism, be that political extremism or religious extremism. And there's a real fascinating story coming out just today whereby a bunch of people who we would qualify as right-wing extremists or white supremacists have apparently taken issue with a band known as Rage Against the Machine after they've just discovered that that particular set of musicians is leftist in their political ideology. Now, I've never heard of Rage Against the Machine. I don't listen to them, but it looks, it's, this is quite funny, and that apparently this particular band has been quite politically active for a very long time. The band itself has been around for a very long time. It is founded in 1991, and I did see one video whereby they were basically praising a Peruvian terrorist group called the Sendero Luminoso, which means shining path in English as, you know, some kind of leftist freedom fighters or whatever. According to a, a page on Rage Against the Machine in Wikipedia, the band has voiced viewpoints highly critical of domestic and foreign policies of current and, and previous U.S. governments. It has encouraged participation in political protests. So it's very much left of center. So it strikes me as anyone who knew anything about the band, and I'm not part of that particular group, would know that. So for all these white-ring extremists and super white supremacists to suddenly realize that a band that they always listened to was actually leftist in nature is really quite funny. And I think it goes to show that most white supremacists aren't that bright. They didn't do their homework, and hence they're sort of embarrassed to admit they listen to a band that is very much socialist, leftist in nature, right-wing extremists being, by definition, a right-wing. But this whole thing, this whole debate, controversy, brouhaha, tempest in a teapot, call it what you will, made me think a little bit about the role of music and political extremism, i.e. terrorism. And I do know that the role of music is actually quite important for a number of ideologies. I'm just going to deal with two today. The far right itself, so these guys, these wankers that are comp complaining about rage against the machine, actually they themselves have, they subscribe to what's called white power music which apparently has a country subsection and, and a hard rock subsection, both of which are very racist in nature. Surprise, surprise, these are white supremacists. And there even is, especially in a country like Germany, which has a huge problem with the far right, there are these music festivals that these people will attend. They'll listen to this very high headbanger rock. And of course, there's all the usual neo-Nazi paraphernalia, the swastikas, and the, you know, the arm salutes, and all the fascism, and all that kind of crap. So it's interesting that the far right does see music not necessarily as a recruitment tool, but as something to sort of rile up their fans, rile up their supporters, get them in the right frame of mind. And this should be as come as a surprise to nobody, because, of course, if anyone has been to a rock concert and OK, fairness, you know, full confession, I have not been to a rock concert for a very long time. But I do recall going to rock concerts in the 70s and the 80s and maybe even the early 90s where, yeah, there's an energy there. 
there is a sense of camaraderie. You're there to listen to the band you all like. There is a shared experience. There is a shared like. So why wouldn't extremist groups on the far right use this to try to gather the, you know, rally the troops around, get them to be in the same place and not just listen to music, but share ideas and share hatreds and, and share prejudices and share racist views. So it's it's a very natural thing for these for far right groups to do is to kind of not center around, but kind of use music as a rallying point, I guess is the term I'm trying to find here, as a way to help people find common cause. Interestingly, there's another group that uses music in a more of a propaganda or advertisement kind of way. And those people are the jihadis, the Islamist extremists. And what they do is they engage in a particular form of music that is called a nasheed. It's an old Arabic term. It goes back way, way back in, in Middle Eastern and Arab history. Nasheeds are forms of music that's voice only. There's no instrumental accompaniment. And if you ever listen to an ISIS propaganda piece or an Al-Qaeda propaganda piece, you'll often hear these nasheeds being sung in the background. Male only, well, duh, because Islamist extremists are misogynist at, at their base. Think of women as, as inferior. And of course, the nasheeds, what they do is they talk about famous battles and they talk about violence. And they talk about how the good Muslims are winning and the bad Muslims are losing and the kuffar, the infidels are losing and all of Islam's enemies are going to be trodden under the righteous feet of the mujahideen, the great holy warriors. It's actually, it's quite haunting if you listen to enough of this stuff. But again, it is used as a way to appeal to members, appeal to supporters, appeal to followers, so that they're going to maybe want to join the group. So, hey, you can join ISIS and you can be part of this really cool acapella. Well, I guess not acapella. This really cool male-only band, which is going to sing these epic songs from the early days of Islam, when Islam ruled the world, blah, 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 blah. It's actually, I'm pretty sure it's it's probably quite efficient. It's probably, it's probably quite effective and can be used to, as I said, in the same way that the white supremacists use it, a way to actually appeal to people who are, you know, really tightly bound to those movements or organizations or those who are sitting on the fence. And so music can be one of uh, many ways to act as a lure, act as a hook to get people in there. I'm not surprised that groups use this. I know that even Hindu extremists will use the same thing. Often there's been a few cases lately where Hindu extremists have forced Indian Muslims to chant, you know, slogans to the Hindu god Ram to sort of you know, make them, I don't know, disavow their Islam and embrace Hindu extremism or whatever kind of thing. Music's been around for a very long time. They have found what looked like old bone pipes that Neanderthals carved 40 to 50 to 60,000 years ago. So music seems to be part of the human experience. It seems to be part of our civilizational experience. Unfortunately, terrorists are also part of our civiliz civilizational experience. So it should surprise no one that terrorists use mu music as well. It's kind of sad, but... As much as we don't like terrorists, we certainly struggle against them and we try to defeat them and prevent them from killing innocent people. They are human too, and therefore they use the same tools the rest of us humans use. I'm curious, have you listened to any of the machines? Have you listened to any of the white power music? Do you like Rage Against the Machine? Are they, are they a great band? What do you think? Provide me some feedback. 
You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at Borealisaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. And if you like this content and want to receive more of it, please go to my webpage, www.borealisthreatenrisk.com. Find the subscribe button, hit the button, fill in your email information, and you'll get a daily digest of all the material, podcasts, blogs, media appearances, my uh, present or my appearances on other people's podcasts, which is happening more and more these days. It's all free of charge. You don't have to pay a cent. Hope to hear from you with your feedback on old material as well as ideas for new material. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.